You're listening to the Back Porch Talk Podcast. Danny and Jason had many discussions and debates on the back porch while making pivotal investment moves with assets. That's right, with trading cards. They welcome you to the back porch and right into those discussions about current sports news with a fresh and unique twist. So come on and join us. Welcome to the Back Porch Talk Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jason. It's your co-host, Danny. Fans, we got a full show for you today, so let's get to it. A little NFL discussion. Formula One. Yes, you heard it correctly. Formula One news. And this is a little bit about the baseball playoffs, but first, Danny, right into the NFL and where the New York Giants beat the Green Bay Packers in London. Danny, I don't know what the hell happened. I watched this game. Mm-hmm. It was twenty to ten at halftime. It seemed like the Packers finally found their mojo, finally found their juice. Yep, and they were spreading the ball around. Randall Cobb looked like he was like young Randall Cobb. Found the youth Randall Cobb. Man, what the hell is going on, with Randall Cobb over in London, boy? He must have found something over there, boy. But had ninety nine yards receiving. And was really the go-to receiver for for Aaron Rodgers, man. The Packers are in trouble. I'm calling it, Danny. You lose to the Giants. You can't keep a lead. Run defense was atrocious. And granted, you have Saquon Barkley, who ran for 70 yards and a touchdown on 13 carries. Mm -hmm. Uh, They came out of the Wildcat offense several times over. Daniel Jones had an ankle injury. Uh, who, and I think he hit it very well, quite frankly. Listen, man, Packers didn't know what the hell to do. They're going to have to do something on defense. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Joe Barry has up his sleeve, but he needs to pull it out of his sleeve right now. Mm-hmm. That second half, Danny, the New York football giants made adjustments to where they went ahead and, and really rushed uh, the quarterback, rushed Aaron Rodgers, made him a little bit uncomfortable. Uh, and I don't know what's going on with the O-line in terms of protection. It's just like a whole lot of I don't know. That's not a good position to be in when you're five games into the season. I think the Packers are looking at a average season, Danny, and they play the Jets next. They have to actually fly back and they are getting right back on the field against the New York Jets. Uh, And so... Another running team. Another running team. Not only that, Danny, but truth be told, man, the Green Bay Packers has uh, a wicked schedule, man. The Packers need to be stacking these wins. They need to stack these dubs, man, because, yes, they play the Giant, uh, excuse me, the New York Jets uh, on Sunday, but they play the Commanders. Then they play the Bills. Then they play the Lions. And then they play the Cowboys. And then right after they play the Cowboys on the Thursday night game, they play the the Titans. They play on November 17th against the Titans. And then they have that Thursday to Sunday type extra days for an extended week, if you will. Then they play the Eagles. Bear and then they play the Bears, and then they finally have at that point in time, they finally have a bye. 
So they need to stack these W's, man, because this <laughs> this schedule is wicked. And I just don't think that losing to the New York Giants bode well for the Packers in their final uh tally of wins, Danny. Mm-hmm. What say you? To score two points in the second half, which the Giants gave them the two points at the end. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they I didn't understand what was going on in the second half with them. But they let Sa- Saquon had a good first half. He was running the ball consistent. Giants just couldn't get in the end zone. They'll get right. But if they keep giving up these, these rushing yards like they are, teams are going to exploit that. And they're playing like we just talked about. They're playing a lot of rushing teams, rush-dominant teams coming up. That If they can't stop that, now set up play action as well, right? So if these teams are running, 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 then they can hit, hit them with the play action pass. It's still early. I think they can rectify some things here. Their, their schedule, I don't think it's as tough as you think it is. I think it's just they do, they better not lose some of these games they should be uh, favored to win. Like, they should beat the Jets. They should beat the Commanders, teams like that. The Cowboys is a toss-up. You don't know. Uh, Parsons is has an injury now. You don't know what the quarterback situation is going to be. But if Parsons is playing – and that defense is on point. That's going to be a challenge. The Eagles, they're up and down yesterday. Same thing. Mm-hmm. They got out to a big lead. They're undefeated, but they can be had. So mm-hmm. it's it kind of it's going to be game to game. You'll see how they progress. And uh, it made my day that they lost. There you go, man. Well, it made my day that your Atlanta Falcons <laughs> lost <laughs> on a BS call. Oh add. man. What say you on your Falcons? Jason, we're down 21-0 and in the third quarter. And then also my boys stepped up on defense and then offense. They started clicking. And they became now they're becoming a fourth quarter team after those first few games where they couldn't hold the lead. Now they're coming back. And there was a play in the game for those of you who watched. Uh, that Grady Jarrett on third down sacked Tom Brady. And then they <laughs> they threw a fe- penalty flag because it would have been fourth down, they would have had to punt to us. And we had an opportunity to go ahead and uh, take the lead. But they threw a flag. They said it was excessive, uh, excessive whatever, tackling or whatever they did. On, and it wasn't that bad. So we got robbed, and Tampa Bay went ahead and uh, ran the clock out on us. So that one was one we could have stole in Tampa at that, but it didn't go in our way. It didn't go in our favor, and there are a lot of questions about the refereeing yesterday, and our game was one of them. Tough to lose that way, but now, you know, move on to week six and see if we can get that W. Another notable game uh, was the Dallas Cowboys against the Los Angeles Rams and where the Dallas Cowboys defense, man, man, from the onset, man, they were just blitzing the Rams, man. Cowboys ended up winning 22 to 10 in L.A. And I'll just say this, Danny, in SoFi Stadium, that beautiful stadium, it, it felt and seemed like it was a Dallas Cowboys home game, man. Like mm-hmm. LA Rams got to think otherwise about about this and how they distribute tickets, man. This is ridiculous. But 
Danny, this seems like the uh, Dallas Cowboys just really uh, stuck it to him. I don't know what Mike McCarthy said to him during the course of the week or uh, pregame. Whatever he said got them fired up and got them uh, focused in on these L.A. Rams. And Dallas Cowboys are the only team that has actually beaten the L.A. Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals, both teams being in the Super Bowl last year. Nonetheless, Danny, I think we have to look out for the Cowboys and, for that matter, the whole entire NFC East in where you have the Dallas Cowboys, the Philadelphia Eagles, and the New York football Giants all with winning records. Mm -hmm. And they're leading the NFC, Danny. Mm -hmm. This is going to be very interesting to see what happens especially when it comes to the playoffs. Yeah. Um, so where we used to joke about the NFC East, calling them the NFC least, well, right now they're the NFC most. What say you, Danny? <laughs> Jason, you got to give uh tip your hat to Dan Quinn. His defensive scheme, mm-hmm. he has the players to execute on that scheme, and those boys are getting after it. Uh, Parsons got hurt, but he came back in the game and said it was a soft tissue injury. And that boy is a beast. And Cooper Rush, we talked about this a couple shows ago, man. If We didn't know about him, but I said that defense is off the charts and at least that'll at least keep him competitive while Dak comes back, which that's going to be a different discussion, what they do with Dak, because they're rolling right now and you don't want to disrupt things. So you might as well wait until he's fully healthy. But when he... If they keep winning like they are, they have a big showdown next week with the Eagles on Sunday night. It begs the question, man, do you want to mess with the mojo? But they're paying Dak a lot of money, so they're going to get him in. But you got to make sure he's healthy as as long as they're winning games. There's no need to rush him. Yeah, they had Matt Stafford on tilt yesterday, and they were putting some licks on on the Rams. They stopped the the running game, which the Rams usually dominate there. So Dallas is one to watch out for. If they can get their offense clicking, mm-hmm. they'll really be dangerous. And Danny, just as we say that, the Eagles beat the Cardinals 20-17. to 17. As you alluded to, a big matchup between the Eagles and Cowboys next week. Man, I'm looking forward to that mm-hmm. matchup. Uh, but these Eagles, man, they will go on a road and uh, they pull out another victory here. Uh elevating their record to 5-0. and uh, Jalen Hurts, 15 carries for 61 yards and two touchdowns, Danny. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's doing it, you know, obviously with the arm uh, and where he threw for 239 yards, uh, 26 for 36, uh, pretty efficient there. Uh, and so, Danny, it just seems like the Philadelphia Eagles know who they are. Mm-hmm. And they have the right personnel yep this is a long season danny mm-hmm. they got tw- 12 more games left in this regular <laughs> season but boy they're gonna have to keep pushing and i'm looking forward to this matchup come next week danny mm-hmm. uh the arizona cardinals uh i'm not mm, the arizona cardinals danny i don't know man they're just okay i mean they don't really impress me quite on mm-hmm. quite honestly kyler murray threw for 28 40 
28 for 42 for 250 yards, a touchdown, an interception. Maybe could have slid for a first down there towards mm-hmm. the end. Um, I don't know, Danny, man. I'm just not really enthused about Arizona Cardinals. What say you? Yeah, Jay, in that game, <clears throat> now the Eagles have receivers that need to be respected, which helps that running game. Mm-hmm. And Jalen Hurts had two QB sneaks for those touchdowns. But when you have A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard, you have weapons mm-hmm. that you can't stack the box against them. So they run that read option. But if Jalen Hurts sees somebody open, he can he has the arm to uh, sling it too. With Arizona, they're still missing D-Hop. DeAndre Hopkins, he comes back after week six uh, out of his suspension. So at least give him another weapon. And then – yeah, the kicker yesterday, they showed the preview of him in uh, pregame warm-ups, shanking everything to the right from the location he was kicking from. And what did he do? He pushed it right. So it could have went to overtime. Uh, Kyler Murray was six inches away from getting that first down. He ended up spiking the ball on third down. So then they had to kick it on fourth down uh, to go for the tie. So their defense stepped up in the second half. They shut down the Eagles for the most part. Uh, but I think once they get D-Hop back, I think that'll help them on the offensive end. And the defense is formidable. So we'll see how they progress during the season. And Danny, just real quickly, just a bit of uh, NFL news here today where Carolina Panthers head football coach Matt Rule has been fired. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they started the season off one for four uh, as a record. And Danny, it's just not working out there, man. Now, <laughs> the owner, uh, David Tepper, has said that it could take five, maybe six years to rebuild the organization. Man, that's, that's damn near too long, <laughs> in my opinion, man. Way too long. Me? It's going to take five to six years to rebuild? Come on, man. You kidding me? I mean, you're supposed to have Baker Mayfield, who's supposed to give you some kind of juice at the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you got pieces around. It's just a matter of getting the right coach. And I think that's what didn't happen. They didn't have the right coach. Uh, yes. So Matt Rule is out, man. So we'll see what happens with the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, while he was there, he was 11 for 27 as a record uh, in his three seasons with the Carolina Panthers. This wasn't working out, Danny. Yep. No, it's uh, – I think they're a quarterback away. They've been kind of experimenting. They brought in Darnold last year. They brought mm-hmm. in Mayfield this year. But they have weapons. They have wide receivers. They have a running yeah. game with McCaffrey. Defense is decent. It's not great this year, but – I don't think they're five, six years away. I think they're a head coach and a couple pieces away from turning around. Mm-hmm. But we'll see what happens now that rules out and if they uh, switch the system up and improve. And Danny, now on to some Formula One news. You know, I've become a Formula One fan. And the very first race that I really watched was that last race in 2021 Mm -hmm. and where uh sir lewis hamilton was uh it felt like was going to break the record becoming an eight-time world champion well he did not win 
uh, and it was a big controversial call there of how that race in Abu Dhabi ended up. Well, the FIA has announced that two teams have breached the 2021 financial regulation rule here. Uh, one being Aston Martin on a procedural breach, and the other is Red Bull that who committed a procedural breach and a minor financial overspend, uh, less than 5% of the cost cap. And I'm just going to read a quote here, for, and this is off the uh, Formula One's uh, website. Uh, and it says, the review of the reporting documentation submitted has been an intensive and thorough process, and all competitors gave their full support in providing the required information to assess their financial situation during this first year of the final financial regulations. The FIA cost cap administration notes that all competitors acted at all times in the spirit of good faith and cooperation throughout the process. Uh, the FIA would also note that with respect to the first year of the application of the financial regulations, the intervention of the FIA cost cap administration has been limited to reviewing the submissions made by the competitors and that no full formal investigations were launched. The FIA cost cap administration is currently determining the appropriate course of action to be taken under the financial regulations with respect to Aston Martin and Red Bull and further information will be communicated in compliance with the regulations. Danny, Red Bull cheated. Now, whether it was intentional or not, hey man, you broke the rule. Mm -hmm. Broke the rule and in my opinion, it cost Sir Lewis Hamilton a world title. Let's be real. Now, for some of you fan, non-fans and all, uh, the reason why this is important is be and to me is because, yes, it's a sport that I just start watching. Uh, but there's some rules and guidelines that you have to abide by. My understanding of this is that there's $145 million that uh, each team could actually spend on their car. And that comes with regards to the build, the repairs, the testing of the car, when terminals and things of that nature for the cars, mm -hmm. all that. And according to here, we're talking about 5% of $145 million. That's about seven, about close to $7 million, Danny. That's a lot of money to have an advantage over other teams who's mm -hmm. trying to compete. I say that to say, to me, that championship last year was tainted. It was tainted not only to how it ended, but now with this coming out, mm -hmm. there could have been some races and stuff that they should not have been, Red Bull should, and Aston Martin should not have been participating in or should have received penalties for. Yep. Now, as a result of this overspend, my understanding is that there could be violations that each team could you know, be a part of. Or, mm -hmm. So according here, procedural breaches and minor overspend breaches can result in financial penalties and or minor sporting penalties. What the hell are minor sport sporting penalties? <laughs> Suspensions. Or it could be in the, in the next race, they, they could have 
started in a garage at the start <clears throat> of the race. Yep. And then, you know, got into the race after it had started. Could have been a five minute delay or whatever. Mm-hmm. As a new fan of a sport, and these rules and regulations are in place, this is something that should have been found out within the season. Yes. Not know after the season. Hell, they're a full season after the fact. Yep. What good is that? Mm-hmm. What good is that? So I think they're going to have to change some things in terms of the reporting race by race. Mm-hmm. And be able to assess the penalties at the next race yep. or within that season. Because otherwise, to me, we're looking at Sir Lewis Hamilton, who should be an eight-time world champion right now. Not only for what happened, in my opinion, at the end of that race, but now for this penalty that should have been assessed in in that season. This is baffling. I'm just wondering, honestly, how Sir Lewis Hamilton feels and the Mercedes crew feel mm-hmm. right now. Because... He did say, man, it cheated. <laughs> mm-hmm. It cheated a few times over. Yep. So this is some bull junk. What say you, Danny? Yeah, Jason, I think there uh, needs to be something vacated. Because the other thing is, if this is from 2021, and now Max Verstappen is, he won again, right? He won again, yeah. yeah. And he's been winning. Where are they at from the 2022 perspective? Come on, man. Are you, yeah, exactly. So are we going to get something in 2023 to say, well, come on, yeah, man. they did this. And so I'm curious to see how much coverage this gets and how this impacts Max Verstappen and Red Bull and what they do, what Formula One does to rectify the situation. I don't know what they'll do about last year. Will they vacate it? doubt it but there should be some strong implications based on this and they should be real time now to see what's going on in 2022 because who's to say why would they change anything if they didn't get caught come on man until now exactly Um, but I'm very curious how Formula 1 plays this and Curious to hear what Sir Lewis Hamilton does have to say. So I will be watching any interviews he does to see what his reaction is. And Danny, you know, this kind of reminds me a little bit about the, say, for instance, the NBA salary cap going mm-hmm. to that luxury tax and everything yeah. and how there's like a, a, a repeater tax or a repeater offender. Mm-hmm. And to your point, if Red Bull and Aston Martin, for that matter, repeats this particular offense for this year what is going to happen yep now i don't know how long it took them to you know do this investigation but there needs to be something where there needs to be a review per race almost of how much money they have spent uh in doll for you know up to that particular point in time there's got something's got to happen, man, because you can't go for a full year, and at yeah. the end of the year, 
have a champion and then oh by the way they cheated and F Formula One is not going to do anything. We'll take the penalty or whatever for the following year. We're just going to go ahead and win the championship and nothing's going to happen. Come on, man. You kidding me? For a new fan, man, that that is total BS, man. And so I, I think that there needs to be something done um, sooner than later. Um, and now, Danny, on to baseball playoffs. It's that season. Playoffs, Danny. Anything can happen. You thought you were good, but boy, oh boy, you get swept out of the playoffs, Danny. Those St. Louis Cardinals thought they had something going, but they got swept out of the playoffs. What a very, very impactful and great career of Albert Pujols and Molina. Mm -hmm. They end their career, um, but nonetheless, Danny, an awesome career that they had. Um, yes, they're in our division, but you got to give respect where respect is due, man. Those two are definitely going into the Hall of Fame, Danny, but there won't be a world title for them this go around and where the Philadelphia Phillies actually went ahead and uh, did quick work of them uh, in the playoffs. What say you? Jason, it was hard to watch on Friday. St. Louis was up 2-0 to zero on the ninth. And the Phillies put up six in the ninth. I didn't understand what the manager was doing. The pitcher obviously lost control. And the Phillies jumped all over him. And the manager kept him in the game. And they ended up losing. That game one and then game two, Pujols and Molina both had hits. They were down. They were trailing in the ninth. They both had key hits. And they ended up losing that game and got swept. So tough to see them go out like that, but at least they had that last hit. Uh, would have liked them to see at least get to the series just for their sake to end their career on a high note, but they had awesome careers, man, and they will be Hall of Famers based on how they perform. Tough to watch, but yeah, these playoffs have been something else so far. And just as we say that, Danny, boy, the 101 win Mets gets Man, bounced out of the playoffs by the Padres. Uh, they lost six to nothing. Only had one hit in the game against Joe Musgrove, uh, mm -hmm. and where he was checked actually for substances behind the ears on his face, whatever the case may be. But man, as they <laughs> laughed that off, they went ahead and did six to nothing against the Mets. The Mets are no longer in the playoffs, Danny. The Padres advance against the Dodgers. Oh boy, that's going to be a great series. Yes, and we'll see what happens here. But the Mets are out. What say you? Yeah, Jay, that's the that's the tough part with these playoffs with those best of threes. <laughs> you better get those two quick, otherwise, <laughs> if you, you go in a slump, yeah, the Mets that first game they didn't hit the ball, and yeah, you don't have much time to react. It's not like you have weeks; you have three games, and that's the part. If you don't get those first round buys you can be a victim of circumstance so mm -hmm. they were and they're going home and the Padres and the Dodgers can't wait to see that one start uh Tuesday tomorrow mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. this will be some great series coming up thank you for joining us at Bat Ports Talk Podcast you can also join us on Twitter by tweeting us at back underscore podcast 
For more information, you can go to our website, which is backporchtalkpodcast.com. You can also email us at backporchtalkpodcast at gmail.com. Again, thank you for joining us. And remember that there's enough hate in the world. So go ahead and spread a little love. Thank you.